Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, and I'm your host. So happy that you're here today. We're going to talk about abusing people's time and generosity. What a topic. If you're new to the podcast, super happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of The Brief Lab, Our purpose is to help people master concise communication. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you and your ideas stand out in an environment of information overload. You've got way too much stuff going on. So every week we have these podcasts that come out to give facets of insights and learnings and knowledge and recommendations to help you sustain the skills that you've learned in the book and in our courses at The Brief Lab. Today's topic is really, really important, and it's often overlooked, about how people can abuse people's generosity and their time. Why am I talking about this? When we ramble and when we talk in confusing ways, what we're really telling people is that we really don't care about them. We might not think of it like that, but there was a recent incident incident, um, with a friend of mine that really made this real to me. And I started thinking, this isn't just happening with him. This happens all over the place, particularly with volunteers. What do I mean? Well, this guy, Steve, um, volunteered at a local charity. You know, volunteering is volunteering, right? So you've got a lot of stuff going on. You feel like you want to help out the community. You You want to advance the cause. Many people volunteer. It's a wonderful thing. And so he goes to a meeting with his wife. And it's a community event, and they have this festival. It's a monthly festival, and he is going to volunteer to work the beer tent. So he goes to this meeting. It's going to be about an hour long with his wife, and there's a bunch of other people in the community, and they're all going to be there for an hour to learn how to serve beer. Presumably, he's thinking, I'm going to learn how to ask for people's IDs and how to um, tap the keg and, you know, where the glass, where the cups are and the types of beer and all the things that he thinks he's going to be learning. Well, he gets to the session and the people that are running the session that are communicating and teaching and instructing start talking. And he is really surprised at how disorganized and confusing It is. So this person is going on and on and on, and there's no structure, and it's it's confusing, and it's it's not just like you know, long, it's long, boring, confusing, there's tangents they go on, and he's thinking this is horrible. Like I at one point he he turns to his wife and he says, I'm gonna leave. Like this is this is this is this, this is these people are all over the place. They weren't prepared, um, and he's like he starts getting angry. And it, as he was telling it, it was kind of fun, it was kind of funny, but he was really frustrated. Like he was enthusiastic going into this volunteering assignment, but what he soon found out was, you know that 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 this was just a waste of his time. 
And it was all because of how the, the people were teaching the volunteers to do the job. It was really, really confusing. At one point when he was telling me the story, he said, I was thinking, quote, all that's fascinating if I actually cared about what you were saying. He's like, they lost everybody. They, they, were, they were talking and there was no structure, there's no rhyme or reason, they were just rambling. And the reason this is important, it was important to him, is those people who were instructing the volunteers were telling the volunteers something very specific in their unprofessional, disorganized, long and confusing class that they really didn't care about the volunteers. <laughs> they don't respect them. They don't respect their time. They don't respect their attention. They don't respect them at all. And the person could say, well, I do, but their actions in this, play, in this case, how they misused an hour of their time was the evidence that we, we don't really respect and care for our volunteers. The volunteers in this case are the prime contributor. It's the core to advance the, the charity. So this charity can't be successful if their volunteers are now all disen disenchanted, they're angry, they're frustrated. And it all started by a bad training session. It happens all the time. You go to board meetings, There's the, the conversations are all over the place. Um, you go to training sessions, it's confusing and long. Why? People don't prepare. You're, they treat you like a captive audience. You've already volunteered, you're generous, so I'm gonna basically just, I've been doing this for years and I'm just gonna start talking. It's not okay. And in this particular case, I suppose it's up to him to maybe tell them, the leadership or, or the board of directors or the president of, the, of the, the charity that this was an issue and they should fix it. But I'm just gonna outline for you how to, how to fix this and how they should have fixed it. But not just for volunteers. This isn't just about abusing people's time and generosity for volunteers. This is also about how we talk to our employees, how we talk to our investors, our customers, our family. The way we communicate is and how rambling and disorganized is telling them something very specific that we don't respect them. We don't respect their time you know, how precarious their attention is, the things that are competing for their attention and time. And it's all because of the way we communicate. And this is a big reason why we have the podcast why, why, and why I wrote the book. First thing that people need to do to correct this is to acknowledge that people's time and attention is precious. You cannot abuse it. If you abuse it, you'll pay the price. They won't be as engaged. The employees, your customers, your investors, certainly your volunteers, aren't gonna be as energized. You're gonna deflate them. Recognize that this is precious. Their time and attention is precious. Second thing, take time to prepare. So if anybody's going to be communicating to these people, they should be very focused on the executive summary up front. What is the point we are going to, of this meeting, of this instruction? Why are we here? What are we gonna discuss? What is the impact of this? What does success look like? They need to create an outline of the key messages they're going to deliver and they need to state it up front in very clear terms. They can't bury that. They just can't start talking, okay? 
they need then what's next they need to start trimming the fat so if you have a person for an hour what can you eliminate that people just don't need to know could you put it in a handout or an instruction manual can you create a short video what fat can be trimmed out where you can make that time shorter if you got them to volunteer for an hour could you make the instruction a half hour and have the rest of the time for conversation give people a chance to respond and ask questions if you do it this way if you recognize the pre how precious their time and attention is you take time to prepare and you cut out the fat what you're really telling people should care about them it's going to feel different they're going to feel respected they're going to feel involved they're going to they're going to they're going to talk to you they're going to feel connected and this happens when this happens you that's what they call you know kind of customer engagement people are connected wow this is great i his he he walks out of that instruction learning how to make beer and thinking i'm so happy that i volunteered to this organization and it was a meaningful use of my time and it wasn't just about the instructions of pouring beer and tapping a keg and and where to find the cups and what's the difference between this beer and that beer but it was around you value me and i'm going to be giving my time back to you because i know that you value my my time in a in a in a, in a very specific meaningful way people appreciate that they really do so if you've got your customers and you're sitting there and it's a captive audience they don't people don't like that they don't like to be a, a, treated like a captive audience just because you have them in a room doesn't mean they mentally want don't want to leave like in the case of my friend steve he he wanted to leave mentally mentally he almost he almost walked out the, walked out of the building okay so people appreciate it when you respect their time and when you do it the feeling at the end is different you know they're they're leaving they're going home feeling like boy that was a good use of my time volunteering to them i feel like that was that was i i i don't, I don't regret that i went to that meeting and they made it shorter because they recognize they have a lot of other work to do and then i just told them to be captive or you know if you're talking to customers you know like they've got other things they need to do too so if you can make it a little shorter it's just the message that you're delivering is that i value you and i value your time and i'm not going to abuse it i'm not going to abuse it so think about this and how it affects you in your life not on the receive not only on the receiving end but if if you also do this if you're a leader do you hold people captive do you do you take advantage of them sometimes because you're in a position of power are charitable or volunteer organizations that you work with do they do this with with their volunteers do they bring them to meetings and the things go on for three four hours and people it could have been an hour or two you know could you've made it better could you influence that think about that to wrap up the podcast this week i want you to um to know that we've revamped our site our website at thebrieflab.com where you can find our podcasts there you might be listening to this through itunes but we've created an entirely new um page because the podcast community is growing it's the point of the podcast is is to sustain a skill that you've read the book or you've been in our courses or both um, this is a critical skill so the podcast is meant to help advance that deepen the skill so that you become a stronger more effective communicator both professionally and personally so i'd love you to volunteer to write a nice review on our site or iTunes 
about the podcast to help out our cause. Just saying.